All right, I'm going to start the recording. Ladies and gentlemen, you can see that. My name is Dave, and this is the Modern American Dream Podcast. I am here with Sala Amrani. Perfect. Uh, how old are you? 22. 22? 22. All right, let me just find somewhere to put this phone. That should be good right there. All right, so you're 22. Nicely done. We're going to talk about real estate. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about some life things. And we're going to talk about success, right? How I categorize success would probably be, um, first of all, financial. For sure. Right? Everybody wants to make money. Yeah. Right? Number one rule in business, stay in business, you got to make money. Cool thing about you is... Like you used to work at Dunks, yes, sir. All right, tell me that Dunks, story because I love it. So, I and, and so I told you this earlier today. I, met, I put together a resume for the first time ever. Yep. Like, someone asked me to put together a resume, yeah, never been asked that before. Did yep. my resume, you obviously list out all your work experience. Started off 15, busboy, mm-hmm. uh, then worked at a convenience store. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the convenience store, uh McDonald's. Yeah. After McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts. And there was a period of time, a small period of time, where I had all three Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, convenience store, uh, at the same time. Um, oh man, does anybody work at Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, it's listen, it's a grind. It's a grind. Um, but yeah, but right before, before real estate, those were those were the jobs I had. That was my experience and for work. You know, I, I obviously did a lot of hours, worked hard, but. Um, being in real estate is the first like actual professional professional career. job, right? right? And you were at Dunks and somebody pulled up in a Porsche. Pulled up in a Benz. It was a pulled nice up Benz. in a Benz. Nice Benz. And, Ooh, um, and what were you driving at the time? A Civic. I was driving a Civic. Um, when I met you, we both had Civics. We did both have Civics. Yeah, that is true. The guy now we both have Benzes. <laughs> <laughs> so some guy pulls up in the Benz. Yeah. The guy pulls up in a Benz. Real nice car. So at this time, I'm working at McDonald's and Dunks, right? It sounds so weird to talk about this. It's the same McDonald's and Dunks. Yeah, man. But like, you that, know, that is what it is. we're doing this because there's somebody out there that wants to move forward and they might be working at McDonald's. They might be working at Dunks. They might be, who knows what they're doing, but... Is just like we moved from something financially lower to something financially higher, and we're just going to talk about that. Right. Absolutely. I agree with that. Um, so at the time when I was working at both those places, McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts, this guy comes to one of the drive-thrus, um, real well-known real estate agent in this area. Uh, at the time, I didn't know who he was, but he was driving a nice car. I said, hey, man, I, I love your car. What do you do for a living? Uh, and he said, I'm a real estate agent. I was like, oh, cool, that's awesome. You know, I didn't really know what a real estate agent was, but he said real estate, you think real estate, you think money. I'm like, all right, this guy's just a big baller, whatever. Yeah. Um, two days later, I leave, um, I'm finished my, uh, my shift at McDonald's. Two days later, I go to Dunks, working again, drive through. Yeah. Same guy pulls up yeah. in the car. I'm like, oh my God, man. And I, before, I'd never seen him before. And then So he went to the Mickey D's. Went to Mickey D's. And, and then he went to Dunkin'. And you were both like, Yeah, and wow, you saw me at Dunks. And crazy. I was like, wow, here you are again. And uh, we started talking. He was like, "How much do you work?" Blah blah. blah. I told him. He was like, "You you should be you should be a real estate agent." 
I was like, real estate agent, you don't say, like, you know, what is that? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, found out more about what a real estate agent is, what they do. Before, I, I never knew there was, like, a middleman between buying and selling. Like, that I, it just never was in my mind that that was a thing. Um, but I went, to, I don't know what it was, but it clicked, and I said, you know what, I'm going to try this. Went to, you know, the local real estate school and got my license. Not with working with that guy. You just, no, yeah, no. He just Your gave me career took a path of its own. Correct. Correct. That's cool, man. And, um... If you were to look back from now to then, do you think you could see yourself where you are today? Um, no, not that, not as fast as it happened. Not I, as fast. I, I always knew I worked super hard because I had a belief that the hard work was going to lead to something greater yeah. than what it was at the time. Um, so I knew I, I had a belief in myself that I would be successful. But I didn't think it would happen at the time. I'm, I'm 18 years old, 17 years old. I didn't think it would happen when I'm, you know, 21, 22 years old. Um, so no, not now. I didn't think it would happen as quick. But I did. I didn't think it was going to happen at some point. You did think. I think number one thing is that people forget and overlook is you have to work hard. Yes. You have to get yourself to the point where, like, you know, even it doesn't have to be real estate. It could be anything. Right. But whatever it is, you have to work hard. Unless somebody's spoon-feeding you, which obviously is not the case for you. But if you do work hard, obviously, there is a chance that you may reap some good benefits. Right? 100%. So you, get into, so you get into real estate. Now, are you thinking, like, I want a new car? Are you thinking, like, I want to get a house? I think when I got into real estate... Uh, Every, you ask any real estate agent, any, any new real estate agent, you ask them how much money do you want to make? What yeah. do they say? I don't know. A hundred thousand. A hundred grand. Every agent yeah. says they want they to make a hundred thousand dollars. So in my mind, I was like, man, six figures. That would be a hundred thousand. Like, whoa, that would be amazing. Um, so that was it. My first year, I just wanted to make money. And my mind was, if I could make a hundred grand, that would be awesome. And that's naive thinking, and it's making a hundred grand in real estate. It's not hard, but it's hard, if that makes sense. Especially when you're brand new. And it's you, hard until it's not hard. Exactly. Right. Without a doubt. Um, so that was my like when I got in, I was just like, you know what, this is a cool opportunity. I started learning more about you know what real estate agents do, how they make money. Yeah. And I was like, this this could be really good, and I was just super excited. Um, and I, I, and again, I was super naive. I just like, I was like, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. And you didn't come from a family of realtors or investors or like any, I, I, I don't wanna say positive or negative, but like positive real estate experiences. No, I, oh, I grew up with a single mom, yeah. uh, brother. Yeah. Mom came from a foreign country yeah. with my brother, had me when she got here. Yeah. Uh, dad was out of the picture, so just yeah. me, mom, and brother. Uh, mom worked at a pizza shop her whole life, uh, especially up until that age where, that I was at at the time. Yeah. Um, no resources, never owned a home, always yeah. rented. Uh, grew up in Haverhill, all my friends always rented. Um, not in an environment where anyone you know, was a high achiever. You know, um, everyone's on welfare, food stamps. You know, that was just the environment that that came from. Yeah. Um, so knew nothing about the business. Knew had no resources. Um, but you know, the drive was there. Um, the belief was there, and I think that's what carried everything through. 
Yeah, and you do have. A good, I've known you for a while now. I feel like you have a good attitude. Do you think that? What do you think is the hardest part for most realtors, right? Because there are people that have gotten into the business that don't have the fast track that you're on, right? Right. And what do you think? from your observations that like why aren't some people as successful as they want to be or can't break that like hundred thousand dollar mark you know like what do you think about that do you uh, think about that i think it's um yeah i do because I, I i help a lot of new agents i come into the office and i meet all the new agents and yep. hear everything i think it's a lack of either clarity yep. lack of clarity like what do they really want and why do they really want does it even matter like if you set a goal does yeah. it matter to you if you get it or not? Yeah. Or do you just have a goal to have a goal? Um, it's like really knowing yourself, knowing where you are, knowing where you want to be, and then believing in each of those things. Believing in yourself, believing you can get to where you want to be. I think really the biggest problem is just like a lack of clarity. Yeah. Motivation comes and goes. They might watch a video, feel pumped, like, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. If there's no real clarity of like, why I want to do this, here's how I'm going to do it, motivation is going to go away you're going to be back at square one. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. It's just like, why? People can make money, right? Like one year, but they might not be able to duplicate that the following year, right? And then they have a good year again and then they go drop off the face of the earth, right? right. So what do you think like causes those kinds of fluctuations in people's businesses? They, they may have had a goal where they're like, I do this, and I'm good, like this is great. They achieved their goal and they realized that they sold themselves short. It yep. wasn't big enough. Yep. And then they feel lost yep. because they didn't dream big enough. Yep. They thought this one year span is everything. And, and, and they have a good year, they succeed, that year is over, and then they're lost the following year. Because the, the motivation to continue and duplicate and, and grow more was so limited based on a small goal. I see that happen like in the real estate business, but in business in general, is like this. Somebody has a kid, right? Or a couple kids. Their kids need to go to college. That college needs to be paid for. That year or those years. That's when they do their best. They do their phenomenal. Like they make so much money. You're like, what the hell happened to this person? Like they're going crazy. And then all of a sudden they go from like 400, 500, 300,000 right back down to like a hundred thousand or eighty or some even go to like thirty and fifty thousand right so it just goes like way up fall off and way down and i think the here's the biggest problem there is most people do it for their kids right a motivation so me and mine right i'm doing this for me and mine right but that is so easily fulfilled that if you don't start thinking, if I grow bigger, somebody's gonna watch me and learn something, right? That's gonna get motivated. Somebody's gonna um, be in my circle and get motivated. But what I'm doing it for is because of the fact that I become better, you become better, a bunch of other people become better, and like good people come into your circle. Right. But if you're just doing it, for you and yours, right? You're just like one of these people that I'll take care of me and mine and you don't go out there and say, if I grow a bigger thing, I can take care of me and mine. 
but me taking care of mine can also help you. I can take care of you and yours. There's a greater good for more. Right. Not directly, right? Like, but just by virtue of me being as best as I can be, not just for my son in my case, but like for more than him, you know, because he has all the shit he wants. So I think like the biggest thing is people really got to get a concept on one hand does wash the other. Right. That's actually a great way to look at it. Yeah. And if you're just taking care of you and only your kids and only your family, right? Like, for instance, me, I don't I don't think I could say I necessarily had a lot of mentors, right? I had people that I read about, like Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, Les Brown, right? Like all the motivational people, right? But I haven't had anybody in my personal life, like a friend's dad, like come to me and be like, hey, let me help you, kid, with A, B, C, D, right? right. True guidance. True guidance, right? Which now as a dad, like, I try to give it to more than just my own kid. And I think like that mindset shifts could help people go from just making a hundred grand for yourself to like, what if you can help a bunch of other people make a hundred grand? Or you can work so hard that you can help a bunch of other people's kids go through college, not just your own. Because that is more sustainability. And it keeps you going too. And it keeps you going too. It can't happen unless it's genuine. Correct. So you have to genuinely find it in yourself to want to help more people than just your own family. Right. What do you think about that? I think that's 100% true. I, it, it's a motivation that... It's not even motiva- It's a, It's a purpose. It's, yeah. Purpose, purpose and passion carry you through when motivation doesn't. And that's something that if you're purposeful about and passionate about, we'll keep the envelope going. Now, what do you think is a lot of money? Let's talk about something fun a little bit. What do I personally think is a lot of money? Yeah, like what, what do you think? Like, in, like to make in a year or to have like liquid? To like, make in a year? I guess both. To make in a year and to have liquid. I think... In my, in my, in my like opinion, a huge like give us some numbers, give us something to work with. And this is my opinion now, and yeah. it could change now. As a 22 year old kid now, knowing what I know now, yeah, I think um, to make uh, six, seven hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. like after tax to your pocket, mm-hmm. that is amazing. Like you amazing. are, you are top of the line. You're doing really, really well. Yeah. Um, if you're liquid, a couple of million in the bank. Yep. You are. Um, it, you're you're also in an amazing spot. One one can offset if you're if you're making a couple mil if you have a couple million liquid in the bank, then it doesn't really matter if you make the six hundred seven hundred k or, or not. You make less and you're in a great spot. Yep. If you don't have two million uh, liquid in the bank, but you're making six seven hundred thousand dollars a year, then it's they offset each other. I think that you're in a situation where you are, uh, you could just live a stellar lifestyle. Stellar. Stellar lifestyle. Can. But, like, only 15%, we talked about this earlier, of United States household incomes is above $100,000. That's crazy, yeah. That means two people working their ass off in one household is only 15% of those people making above $100,000. Right. So, like, one hundred fifty gets to be 8%, literally, like, 8% of the United States. The, like, but United States is so much wealthier the lowest income in the u.s is so much wealthier than yeah like 
incomes in other countries, right? Yeah, poverty is a real thing in the U.S., but compared to other countries, it's we're pretty wealthy, right? It's like pretty good. Like our bums make more money than some people's jobs. hundred percent, right? Which 100%. is crazy. Like you could stand on the side of the road and beg for more money. Like that's the country we live in. Now, <laughs> now, if you think about that, realistically, like a hundred fifty based on that could probably get you a pretty good lifestyle for sure when you have your spending in order right and then if you make 150 year over year over year but you were telling me something earlier about 100 grand what did you say uh the milestone of reaching 100 grand yeah um yeah so last year uh was the third year in real estate yeah uh i had made 100 grand in a year like in a calendar year gross gross correct yeah um but that was last year was the first time where I liquidity wise got mm-hmm. to a hundred grand, yep. like saved a hundred grand, and and I was telling you I think the hardest from coming from zero, yep. from, go, from going from zero to to a, a number of trying to you know uh, gain financial freedom, yep. getting from zero to a hundred is by far the hardest. The hardest. The hardest. Getting from a hundred to a million is easier than zero to a hundred. Just because of all, because getting from a, getting from zero to a hundred, more than it is financially hard, it, you have to break habits. You have to break who you are to get to that. Reframe your thinking, your actions. Com- completely. Yes. None of the qualities that you had when you were at zero can be taken to a hundred thousand. Some of the qualities that you got to, when you got to a hundred thousand, the qualities that you have now, some of them you will keep to get to a million. Right. You'll gain new ones. You'll need to get new ones. But some of the ones that you got to get to 100 will stay. Whereas the ones that you had when you were at zero all go away. You can't think at all the same or act the you same. All your actions are different. So, um, that, uh, yeah, what I was saying was that that's, that was, that's the hardest. Uh, last year was the first time I hit it. And um, super, yeah, it was real cool. It's real awesome. Cool. It's a long it's time awesome. goal. Um, it took me a while, too, man. It took me like eight years. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but then it's just, sky's the limit after that. Then the belief, everything, like, you're like you hey. start believing in yourself. And I think, you know, there was a quote by Jim Rohn that he said, uh, make a million for what it will make of you to make it. That is beautiful. Which is the same reason that people who win millions, they say there's some weird statistic where they lose it all, like, within a year. Because they weren't, they weren't a million. It was just given to you, right? right? But they didn't become the person they needed to become to be that. Earn it. Consistently, every time, all the time. So I think, like, if you're going to raise yourself, this is the point of this whole fucking conversation. If you're going to raise yourself to a level of, from whatever your mediocrity is, right, whatever your normal is financially in your relational life, to a higher level, right? A, you have to let things go. Yeah. Right? Without a doubt. And it sucks. It does suck. It's hard. Because it's like change, right? It's like, Shedding a snake shedding skin. I don't know how much pain that is, but like it would be the same kind of concept It's like withdrawals. Yeah, you have to let things go and then you have to grow Let it go and grow Right. Yeah, and if you do that when you do it consistently I think that Most people would realize like you can achieve your goals in almost any business, right? Do you think like if it wasn't real estate, you could go into another business right now? Yeah. Can you and I start a business right now and figure out a way to make it into a hundred thousand plus? hundred percent. Without a doubt. Is there a doubt in your mind? Not a single doubt. Not a single doubt in my mind, right? Yeah. 
because we've gone the habits. We've learned what's needed to do that those certain things. Right. It doesn't matter what business you're in. Good business, good traits translate anywhere. Right. Like once you did it once, you could do it twice. You could do it in California. You could do it in Massachusetts. It doesn't really matter, more or less, right? As long as your environment doesn't really hinder you. Right. But to not have a hindering environment, you have to be willing to change your environment. Correct. I think that... Um, Generally speaking, for most realtors and for most people, if you want to make money, first of all, you have to think possibility, right? Right. You can do it. Without a doubt, you can do it. The other thing, like, what do you think would slow the process down? Um, like, what would be the negative side? Like, what would slow people down if they want to move fast? First of all, let's just be honest. There is no fast. Yeah, everything takes time. Right. Um, it didn't take you three months. No. That's fast. That'd be fast. Right. I And I, honest to God, my answer to that, and anytime someone asks, I always think it comes down to belief. Like, because when someone believes that they can do something, like, they will just get through all the shitty stuff. They right. will get through all the hard times because they believe it's going to happen. You have to, you have to get yourself to a point of like seeing that it is possible. Right. If I'm like Dave, I promise you, here's a picture of it. There's a check for a million dollars as soon as you walk down this 50 mile road. Yeah. It's a, it's gonna suck. It's gonna be bumpy, but you're gonna do it because you believe me. You're gonna yep. be tired. Your legs will be shaking. You'll be doubting yourself along that walk, but because you believe it's there. You're gonna you're gonna truck through it, but if you don't believe it's there and this tough time is happening, things don't go as planned. Always in business, whether it's real estate or something else. Yeah. At some point, you're just gonna be like, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm gonna do something else because there was no belief to carry you through. Right. What about the concept of making new friends and new associations? What? What? How does that help you move up? What do you mean? By like, that? can people? Should people? In, like, how did we meet? We met. I was a new agent. Yeah. Dave would make these videos of him cold calling. Right, just like this video. I literally think on YouTube, I went on YouTube and I yeah. said, um, how do real estate agents get business? But something like that, your video came up of, of you cold calling. Yeah. And then you had a bunch of other videos of just talking about real estate, talking about business. And I like when I tell you, I like, still watch them all the time now. But at that time, I was like, oh my God, this is it. Um, I reached out to you and I was like, hey man, I love your videos. I'd love to meet you. I found no. I found out you were in Andover. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'd love to meet you. I'm right here in Methuen, you know, not too far away. Yeah. Um, that's how we met and became friends. Um, and how how does the people that you meet like that? How does it help you? It's huge, huge. It's, it's so like, especially like, and you can 100% relate to this. Coming from like where we come from, yeah. The people that your friends, awesome people, amazing people. But the, your friends have to change for you to proceed or right. progress. Right. Um, and it really depends on who you're willing, uh, your your willingness to meet new people that are that are going to guide you and that you can gain from, um, you know, uh, mentally, spiritually, all that. Um, you either have to, you don't have to meet new people, but if your circle isn't moving with you. You have to do two things. Number one is you do obviously have to meet people. Right? Yeah. I hope I'm not the only person. I know I'm not, right? That you reached out to. Right. Right? Yeah. Because it would be crazy to reach out to only one, meet one new person and not a bunch, right? You weren't the only, but you were the most influential. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, but I also think that um, at the end of the day, you like we do that too. The best way to learn is to surround yourself with people that are higher than you. Yeah. And then just be humble, as humble as you possibly can. Because it is hard to stay humble when you make money. Yeah. Right? Yep. Especially if you start walking around thinking like, hey, I probably make more money than most people around me. Right. Right? Right. So humility is one thing. But I also think like you have to be willing to get uncomfortable and go meet somebody who's doing the thing that you want. And you have to call them. And granted, like I remember you calling me. I was at a convention. Yeah. And, like I could have been in like, Texas. Yeah. And I could have been like an a-hole being like, you know, stop calling me. Which, <laughs> hey, sometimes I do do that, you know. Like, right. But uh, my entire trajectory would have changed. <laughs> but I also think like you have to be willing to meet failure, and you have to be like if if like you met, you called six Daves and like three of them were like screw you, right? Right. Doesn't make that person a bad person. It just wasn't the right situation for that time. Right. But that doesn't mean you stop reaching out to how you respond is everything. Yeah. And I think like over time, the most important thing is for people to realize like, yes, you can make money. Yes, you can become successful, but you're not going to get there, especially coming from like a poorer class. Right. You're not going to get there by doing half of the same things that you used to do. Right. Almost next to everything has to change. 100%. And if you're not willing to do that, and you're not hitting lucky strides, it's a few simple reasons, right? Right. Look at that light coming in hot. Wow. Um, I feel it. Yeah, we should just end it there. You want to end it there? Yeah. You got anything else you want to say? Uh, No, not really. Um, You know, I think the people watching this are all people who always want to grow, and uh, either they're in, in, in process, they're doing great, or they're just getting started, and... And the best thing to say is just keep going, have fun, enjoy it, enjoy the tough stuff, enjoy the the good stuff. The most important thing is outside the money, right? Money just makes it easier to, it doesn't mean you don't cry, but you might be crying in a Benz, which is different than crying in a Honda Civic. It feels feels better. It feels feels better. It does feel different, (laughs) without a doubt. I don't care what anybody tells me. (laughs) But I do think, like, you have to be willing to go either A, alone if, if, you, if the people you're with aren't ready to move in that direction you got to be ready to go along right? right or you got to go find a new circle keep positive work obviously hard work work smart and hard but that comes later the smart part comes later because in the beginning you just got to work hard 100%. and do right by people because that is longevity yeah don't do things that I think at the end of the day, right, we all could do things that are like, maybe not malicious, but ulterior motives. Yes. Like, don't do that. Self-intention. close this. Anyway, that's about it. I hope that was helpful. Sala and me have been friends for a long time now. And uh, I think that overall, it's cool to see you grow, obviously. You must know that, like, not everybody that's 22, when I was 22, I was not even making, like, I'm successful now, but not at 22. And I think, like, you probably, harder, more seldom for you to find people in your shoes, right? Like, the self-made kind of 22-year-old. Yeah, that's true, 100%. 
100%. Do you feel like it's, like, what has been the hardest part and what has been the easiest part? The hardest part of doing well at 22? Yep. Um, you know, this is, I think a lot of things have been hard. I think one of the biggest, the hardest thing for me, I, I don't think was ever really, like, the growing the business. Like, I understood what it took to grow the business. Yeah. And I did it. Yeah. Right? It's when the success started happening, that was really the hardest part. Because I have friends that I grew up with, yep. love them to death. Um, but relatability goes away, because you have to change. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's hard to sometimes be around the people that, 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 that you love the most and grew up with. And sometimes they're the only people that knew how you grow up, especially when you change environments right. like right. that. That's, that's, that's been very, very hard. Because I'm young and I... I Every kid, 22, loves hanging out with his friends, you know? So it's hard to have to change that and be forced into changing that. Um, You know, I I bought my first place this past June, moved to Manchester, so now even further away from where I grew up. Um, So definitely, that's been a challenge, is, you know, having to get comfortable and used to the constant change at such a fast pace and at a young age. That's uncomfortable. And then the second part of your question was, what was the best part of it? Yeah. It's a it's 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 a, it's a gift and a curse because the best part is kind of like the opposite of the worst part. The best part is that you're growing, and I, you know the things that you said you wish would happen happen, yeah. and it's an amazing feeling, you know, to, to hit some of those financial milestones to say I can help my mother out whenever I need to. I can help my relatives out whenever I need to. If a friend needs help, I can either help them with guidance or or whatever it is. Um, it, it's a it's a blessing and a curse. It really is, and you just gotta you know. Uh, for me, I just have to uh, just find the silver lining. Yeah, and you just have to decide like this: is how I live my life, and that's that. Exactly. Right? Like there's no going back. Or if you decide to go back, then you're not living your life like that. I'm not fulfilling what I'm supposed to be. Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. At the end of the day, like you do have to make those decisions, right? You yeah. could stay the same. What What is that quote like? You could suffer the pain of discipline or whatever. Is it the you could suffer uh, suffer pain of growing, or or suffer the pain of not growing? Something, something yeah, along yeah, those yeah. lines. Either way, it's hard to grow and it's hard to stay the same. They're both painful, way, but do the better one. It's gonna suffer, right? right? It's not gonna be completely like cakewalk ish, right? Right. But from a standpoint of making money, I think outside of just business. If you become a better person and you do better things, inevitably you will be able to make more money. 100%. Right? 100%. Now, are there scummy people that make money? Yes. Are there good people that make money? Yes. Are there scummy people that are poor? For sure. Yeah. Are there good people that are poor? 100%. Money has no like... It doesn't determine who you are. Who you are. But it can if you're not careful. Yes. Right? Yes. It can Without expose it. you. It can, yeah, like the more money you get, like different parts of my life when I used to get money, I used to feel like a certain like egotistical, it's normal part especially of life. in the beginning, yeah. you know what I mean? But I think like over time you just learn that money's nice, but who you are is almost irrelevant of money. Who you are as a person and how you treat people is almost irrelevant of money because you see rich assholes and you see poor assholes. 100%. Rich, nice people and poor, nice people. I just think if you're a nice, rich person, you can help more people. 100%. You are someone who has influence. And if 
God gave you the ability to, be, to make a little more than the average person, you naturally should give more. Right? You'll help more people. And I think if anybody wants to reach out to you, whether to do real estate business or to like ask you questions. Anytime. Anytime. You want to tell them how to reach you can, you can call me, uh, 978-457-3571, or email me, uh, 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 s.amrani at kw. Can you link it on the video, my email? Yeah, I'll add it. That'll be perfect. Yeah, anytime. I, mean, I love these conversations. I love these talks. It's what makes me, you know, I love David because he has, he was someone who was able to have these conversations. Um, I, I, I enjoy these talks. And I think, like, for me personally, too, is like, hey, man, let's face it. Me doing these things, right, in the beginning calling, yeah, opened up the opportunity for my circle to get bigger, for you to call me, like, other people to call me. And uh, for me to get bigger, I also call people. Right. Higher up and above me who are more than willing to, like, give and give their time. 100%. Because they understand. Yeah, and I think, like, that is what you give that's intangible, right? Like, you could never really repay me. I could never really repay you for the friendship. 100%. But, like, that you could do that for somebody else. Yeah. And they'll never be able to repay you. Love that perspective. And I have people like that. But somebody else is paying their way forward, and that's, you know what I mean? It's It's a ripple effect of good. Yeah, we're just a bunch of rocks and there's water flowing down, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just gotta let it flow onto the next. I love that. I love that. Alright, that was a good conversation. That was a kick-ass conversation. Let me just shut this down. If anybody has any questions, you can comment. Concerns, just keep them to yourself. That's done. Dude, that was awesome. That was...